You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. I like how I'm getting to a point in the song where I can kind of do that SNL thing where, you know, people who host SNL jump down or jump up, whatever it is, when the intro song stops playing. I've, mm-hmm. I've gotten to that point with our intro song. Oh, like it's Saturday Night Live. Yes, exactly. Star, your musical guest. Who's a musical guest this week? I, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't actually, surprisingly, I didn't watch this recent SNL episode. Oh, you know who it was? DJ Khaled, <laughs> your host, John Milky. <laughs> or I would wish. you go by Jonathan Milky? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd probably have to change my name entirely. Yeah. It probably had to be something like John Michael, but there's already somebody named that John or John Michael. You're thinking George Michael. Uh, or And then there's George Michael. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What about Boy George? (laughs) Boy George. (laughs) Man Jorge. (laughs) Man Jorge. (laughs) Uh, That's gold, buddy. Clearly, I've had one cup too many already of coffee. And you're having another one right now. We sure are here on G4D. AKA. Oh, oh, geez. (laughs) Woo! Sorry, let me, uh, sorry, the allergy season. No, you're good, man. AKA Grounds for Discussion. discussion. That's much better. There you go. Much, much better. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Cheers Mm. to almost summer, right? Mm, mm, mm. Here we go. Let's let's spell. Mm. So the world's okayest barista sitting right across from me, Mr. Adam, thank you for making this delicious cup of coffee here. Always a pleasure. Mr. John. My other co-host. Your your only co-host. Your only co-host. Excuse me. Today we are drinking delicious coffee from Lineage, mm. one of my favorite favorite Orlando local roasters. This time, oh lord, with Gitcha Gitchatani. Let's go with that. Gitchatani, a filter roast from Kenya, notes of raspberry jam and plum. Mm. Yeah, it's very intense. Very intense, but I can't stop drinking it. Ooh, you can really taste the plum, too. I feel like I taste it better when it's hot as opposed to it being cold, because we had a cup the other week, and I felt like it was still scrumptious, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But did I make it iced last week? Yes. I did, okay. Yes, at least I had it that way. Mm. Every once in a while, you know, living in Florida, you don't want something hot, you want something iced. Yeah. That's why cold brew is so popular down here. But I've been limiting my... Uh, cold brew intake yes so. it's it's dangerous stuff i i have not gotten caffeine headaches like i do when i drink lineage cold brew that <laughs> stuff is intense they have cold brew in a bottle yes that's the honey one. oh my gosh oh my god it's amazing but like I, you will be wired for two days straight and i'm pretty sure this will get me pretty wired here because i had my morning cup so this will be only my second for the day yeah but this is absolutely delicious sir. i don't know what i did different but this tastes really good it really does man yeah like, so 
usually so i've been using my chemex pretty much religiously since i got it thank you carrie for my wonderful birthday gift but so usually i let it bloom you know so basically you pour the grounds in pour a little water over it just to get the process starting you know make it it's called blooming so the basically getting like the was it carbon dioxide i don't know i'm probably quoting this wrong basically you're prepping the beans and getting the most out of the flavor so i usually just kind of leave it there but this time i stirred it so Mm. maybe that helped soak the grounds more even distribution that could be it i don't know see you're like a mad scientist over here constantly perfecting your craft that's what i love about coffee like you can do different things and different variables like for instance if we were making it iced i would just use more grounds and you know I saw a really good video just basically you know if you can make iced coffee pretty easy if you just put ice a bunch of ice in it and just like double your grounds or you know Mm -hmm. increase your grounds that way when it melts you know it's cold but it still retains all the flavor profiles so iced coffee coffee is doable the right way interesting yeah kind of blowing my mind here buddy i see for someone who's the world's okayest barista you sure know quite a lot i'm learning well, you, you are passing on your knowledge to me, even though when it comes to me, it's really just in one ear out the other. <laughs> hey, you got to use it this weekend. There's some knowledge, though, at Megacon. Yes, I did. Yeah. So we'll definitely taste this on an upcoming episode, and we'll put up something on the gram, too, as well. Do it for the gram, folks. I it's like basically kind of stumbled upon a stand that was there at MegaCon. MegaCon Orlando is kind of like our yearly nerd convention here for all things. Let me tell you, folks, if you are in the market for Funko Pops, <laughs> there is no better place to go than MegaCon Orlando. There are probably more MegaCon Funko Pops than there were people at the entire event for oh, three days. Easily. Oh easily. Oh, my God. Easily. Insane amount like of Funko Pops. Rare ones, ones that you didn't even know existed. I like, was, I don't I, even know what that character is. Right? It's like, oh, wow. I definitely want. I, th- I saw like a Prince one that was pretty cool. I saw just like random characters that like you wouldn't expect. Yeah. You know? It's very bizarre. And then there are ones that are like from other conventions too that they made like 10 of and they're charging like $100 for them. There was like a bunch of Thanos ones, but like. Thanos in like purple shiny color and like Thanos in gold shiny color. It's like, what? Why? Hey, everybody's got a thing, man. It's always a good time. Always a good time to go to that. It's even just worth it just going around watching all the people and all the cool costumes that they're in. Always very impressed with what people can come up with. Yeah. Did you get get anything good at MegaCon? Uh, I got something. A little something. Something I know you would appreciate. Oh. And that is a bag of beans coffee beans believe it or not i bought some coffee while i was at megacon (laughs) i can't imagine like what nerd brand of coffee the name has to be like hulk smash through caffeine or like (laughs) captain americano (laughs) iron macchiato You know what? You joke around about all that, but I kind of want to see it happen. <laughs> Captain Americana. <laughs> <laughs> it's latte art, and they do a shield in the middle of the star. Hey, there you hey, go. There I it like is. It. There I it like is. it. Well, this one actually is pretty cool. So it's from a brand that we've had before, Onyx Coffee. Ooh, yes. Our Onyx f- Coffee Lab, I think is their full name. Yeah, Glass Knife brews them. 
mm-hmm. in a winter park. That's where we found out about them. Mm-hmm. And they actually paired up with the Stan Lee Foundation, which is a foundation that benefits children in the arts. Oh, awesome. And they came out with like basically his signature blend. It's like two different kinds of coffee. I can't remember which one's off the top of my head, but Ooh. we'll talk more about it on a future episode. I can't wait to try it with you. I'm excited to try it. But it smells delicious. It came in a cool bag because it's got like a gold stanley face on there and everything like that oh that's cool yeah apparently that was his favorite coffee brand hmm yeah i would be surprised if there was a marvel character that was related to coffee i'm very curious well you saw into the spider-verse right i sure did didn't he have coffee in that spider-man probably i know spider-man does in the comic books he's a busy guy because harry osborne drinks coffee on that too he at one point actually owns his own coffee chain or store or something like that oh i don't know but that's uh, some random little comic book knowledge there for you folks out there wow but yeah i'm very excited to try that with you buddy yeah that's really cool so good it's good enough for stan lee yeah yeah and if it's good enough for stan lee it's gonna be good enough for us excelsior Oh boy, I cringed a little bit. <laughs> Why was it not a good enough impression? Uh, I don't no, know. I, I feel hey, like. Hey, look, it's... we all can't be the master of impressions. All right, we you all mean, can't uh, be you. You mean Jay Leno, <laughs> master of impressions? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like I've never seen you do a bad impression. Never, never well, ever have. That's good to know. Thank you. So it means a lot. But speaking of impressions, I'm curious as to what your impression mm. of our album of today is. And that is the latest album from Jamila Woods. Legacy, legacy. No, 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 no. It's not legacy, legacy. Oh, it's... it's legacy, legacy. Wow, that was loud. Well, yeah, you got to shout it. I got to shout. It's all in capital letters. All in caps. All the titles of the songs are in capital letters, too. That's really funny because another album I was listening to also has everything in caps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that might be our next album we talk about, too. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, we got to keep people in suspense then. Ooh. But for those of you who do not know who Jamila Woods is, that's all right. We'll catch you up on her really briefly here. So Jamila Woods is a activist, award-winning poet, and a singer-songwriter. She comes out with R&B that's got like a very modern touch to it. Very, very soulful, too, as well. Mm-hmm. And her solo stuff started coming out in 2016 their first album heaven but heaven without an e in there so haven 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 yeah haven yeah well we'll we'll say that heaven without the e is haven and now like we said she's back with legacy legacy and this album had a lot of hype leading up to it and i like to think that you and i are going to have plenty of things to say about it yeah pretty much really cool too she's on the she's on jag jaguar yes just about to mention um Features bands such as Bon Iver, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Dinosaur Jr., Foxygens, uh, Moses Sumney. So I was very excited to listen to this album because I like a lot of those artists that are on that label. And the interesting thing about this album, too, is that it's all the song titles are last names of very popular black artists. Mm-hmm. So everybody from Sun Ra, James Baldwin, Eartha Muddy, Kitt. Muddy Waters, Miles Muddy, Davis. Mm-hmm. Yep. She really kind of covers the gambit here. And I think that's a good segue for me to kind of hand it off to you here. So there's been a lot of hype. And whenever there's a lot of hype behind an album, we still try and come into it with an open mind and not let those opinions warp ours. Do you think this album meets the hype? Absolutely. 
Yes. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to shout it there. Absolutely. Yes. So we just shout the whole review. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. This is like an incredible, incredible R&B album. And I did not know what to expect when I was getting into it. You know, I've not heard really a Jag Jaguar album like this before. I think it's the first time they've really gotten like this really R&B soul funk kind of style i mean moses sumney kind of have a little bit of those elements to him but this is just like a whole nother experience and i really really enjoyed it this might actually be one of the best albums of the year i completely agree just her passion and her stories and just you really feel the struggles of the artist that she's portraying in these songs i think it really helps that she has a substantial knowledge of all the artists that she's referencing here yeah they're not songs outright about them but they're touches of what we know about these artists like miles davis and james baldwin could be felt throughout and i think that's what i really appreciated about this album is that it's essentially hence the name legacy legacy oh i'm sorry legacy legacy <laughs> It's her X3, carrying X3. out. <laughs> Read all about it. Check out this album. <laughs> it's her literally carrying on the legacy of all these artists who have really paved the way for this type of music and style. There's definitely influences of jazz in this, you know, experimental jazz, um, even just like rap and trap music. This, I gotta say too, this the um, the features on this track are great. Anytime you have Saba oh, on an album. I was literally just about to anytime, talk about Basquiat. Let me tell you. I mean, he he's strong enough as a solo artist, but he really makes it count whenever he is a guest artist or a featured artist on a track. He really brings it. Yes, he does. And he brought it when he was on No Names Record, and he's bringing it here as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seriously, man, this coffee is so good. I know. It tastes more like jam every time I drink it. <laughs> It's like, ooh, put this on a peanut butter sandwich. I feel like we should be having a little, like, uh, biscuits or something along with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, you know, I brought up the modern point specifically because this does feel very modern and very forward-thinking. I definitely liked that the production of this album really has a lot of variety to it and really kept me guessing. You mentioned some of the different genres that were used throughout this album on here. And I think that's what makes this album so strong. It's just that she's never really settled with one type of sound. Like, no, she kind of similar to the Vampire Weekend album we talked about. There's a, every song is different and tributes a different sound or style to the genre. And I think she makes a really good case for herself that she can work in any kind of style. Agreed. And have a cohesive flow and thematic elements to it. Because a lot of these, you know, are black artists. They all are black artists. And they, you know, struggled with different things when their music came out. And she's kind of equating it to her rise, you know, and taking the inspirations and what she learned from her influencers and bringing it to her music. Agreed. Completely agree. Like, she she is a very unique persona mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. And, you know, I know we say that about a lot of artists, but really I think what she brings here is exactly it's exactly like an artist who could develop the same kind of legacy as all the people that she references in her song titles here. Mm-hmm. So this is very much a, like, you know, strong African-American aware album. Like, there's a strong pro-black statement throughout 
this whole album through and through. And I think the other thing that I really, really like too about this as well is some of the kind of like electro funky albums of of funky elements to this album as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like on the track Octavia. Yep. Which I think is really like a nice little touch there. Obviously uh, referencing rather I should say Octavia Spencer. And there's also like on Money, she kind of has this more like rap groove with it. And I think from a voice perspective, I really like that she has not only just like great range, but you also mentioned that she can rap too as well. Any kind of artist that can go through all these different styles with ease without getting either tripped up or really just not executing all of them at the same level, that's difficult to do, but she does it. Yeah, she's very effortless. Agreed. Agreed. She She's going to be someone that I think is going to get a lot more traction as the year goes along. Like, I can see her, like, really kind of just blowing up from here. Oh, yeah. This stuff, I think we can probably... Anything else you want to talk about? Or? No, no, no. I know. We can't stop praising this album, but, like, I don't know. Just the way that she approaches this R&B kind of style and the way she wears her influences on her sleeve, it, like it all makes sense and it's like this beautiful you can't stop listening to it it kind of experience mm-hmm. and i really haven't like connected with an album like that really this year that means a lot and like you definitely feel her emotions you know what's going on in her mind clearly and her songs and styles of, of sounds really influence that so i think overall this has got to be another gotta have it so I'm right there with you. Yeah. She has a very commanding presence throughout this, and I enjoyed it more and more that I listened to it. And, you know, that definitely can be the case with a lot of albums that I listen to. But I just, I think variety is such a key element to a successful album. Yeah. Especially, too, like, you know, the first listen, you're like, okay. And then, like, the second listen, you're like, whoa, I didn't notice that. And when, when an album does that, that, you know, there's something special about it strong production on this very very strong production and that's where a producer is you know a secret weapon and can really elevate music to the next level mm-hmm. not not that i'm saying that she doesn't do it all on her own no but definitely the production side helps especially if you're going to do an album like this with a bunch of different styles plus a bunch of different instrumentations and you know contributing artists you know you got to know how to mix it and conceptually create a flow of an album i i just love the theme of I recognize the legacy of the artists that came before me, and my goal is to leave the same amount of impact or even more impact that they had left and continue to carry their strengths. And and I absolutely love that about this. I love strong, fierce women artists, and that's absolutely the case with this. Absolutely love it. I love an album that makes a statement, and this is that type of album through and through absolutely you gotta have it yeah i really hope more and more people catch on to us like i've seen certain people but i don't think this is being talked about as much as it should check this out everybody and this is one of those kind of albums too that and this is the final thing that i'll say that i think even if you're not really an r&b person check this try out. The, yeah this is definitely mm-hmm. like a good forefront into it agreed agreed so for me I now have like probably two R&B albums that I absolutely love this year. This and the Solange album. Now, I know you disagree with me on the Solange part, but I I was actually listening to that just the other day, too, and I keep on coming back to that album. Completely different experience. Though. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but. that one's far more experimental. Um, I think this one just 
offers so much variety. It's a beautiful album. Definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Highly recommended. So, oh man, I am winding down here. That is always the most sad part of my day. Yeah. I feel you. I think like, we need to do like an album catch up. There's just been like so much that's like just was coming out and there is. Maybe what we'll do is you're you're going on vacation soon. I sure am. So we've got a lot to catch up on. There's a lot of big things that are out. So I think we need to talk about the latest Tyler the Creator album. Yep. Igor. We need to talk about the latest the national album. Yes. And then there's been so many albums in between. Adam, I definitely could have like a whole like hour devoted to just talking about electronic music. There's been so much that I need like John's electronic music hour. (laughs) Teach me a wise one. Uh, There's just so much. And honestly, I still feel like a novice compared to what is out there. Cause you know, you have iTunes music, you have Spotify and all that, but then you also have SoundCloud Bandcamp, and all that. I mean, there's just, there's too much. It's a good problem. It's a good problem. I love that problem. But oh, I yeah, swear, the new like, Come Trues album. Yes, yes. Yep, I think you'll dig it. It's it's a lot of fun. I was actually listening to that, excuse me, when I was on the highway the other day, and it just kind of worked out perfectly with the sun kind of setting and everything like that. Oh, nice. So every time I listen to a Come Trues album, I want to like be in a vaporwave video game or something like that. Right. <laughs> Set in Miami, <laughs> where I'm this futuristic cop. The car that talks to me. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, no, look, I, I think we need to do that. I think we need to catch up pretty soon. Yep. Things have been just really moving fast and furious right now, man. There's so much good stuff coming out. I know. It's not stopping either. Yeah. It's really, really not stopping. But, um, you know, we might have to make some other changes here coming up uh, due to some things behind the scenes. But, you know, we'll figure it out. We promise we'll, we'll, we'll keep posting. We'll keep doing stuff. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll, we'll keep at it. We're not going anywhere, folks. Don't you worry. Your cute little heads. All of you <laughs> listening out there. Cute little heads. Your cute little heads. And I think we have some interviews set up pretty soon, which I'm excited for. Yeah. I got a lot of, a lot of stuff on the horizon. A lot, a lot of opportunity. Of this summer. A lot, a lot of stuff. So would love to love it if we could chat with um, people from Onyx or Stan Lee Foundation about that coffee, too. So hopefully they're listening to us. Because, of course, when I bought the coffee, I had to talk about the podcast. Oh, of course. That's that, that's what you do. I tell people about this podcast every chance I get. I'm such a shill for it. I know, right? I, I can't help it, man. Right. I, I love what we do. And Hey, cheers cheers to that. Yeah. yeah. One you, last sip. And appreciate all you fine people listening to us. We are on g4dpodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rate us five stars. We'll read it on the air. Send us your love mail, your hate mail. Do whatever you like. Yeah. Let us know if we're missing out on some albums. Yeah. If you want us to talk about something, let us know. I know we had somebody that wanted to talk about uh, covers. Audience member number six. Covers? Mm -hmm. Like what kind of covers? Like like blanket covers? like, Like covers where the, like it's cover of a song that's better than the original song. Oh. Like arguably. I don't, I don't know. That's that's tough for me. I'm not, not that I dislike covers. Like I can still like the original and the cover. It. If you put me on the spot for that question right now, I can name covers that are worse than the originals. <laughs> 
Well, well, then we'd be here for another hour. <laughs> no darkness, my old friend. Ugh. I've come to talk with you again. I feel like I feel What's like I disturbed what covering is? like '80s songs. Oh, they did shout, didn't they? Yeah, shout, shout, let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's how it goes. Ugh, you know what I heard on the radio the other day? Oh, I thought you were still going there. Oh. <laughs> I thought the uh was like part of the oh. song. <laughs> I heard it was Five Finger Death Punch, and they were covering Bad Company by Bad Company. Oh, boy. It was n- not good. <laughs> not good. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I'm just imagining it in my head right now. Yeah. And it's... I'd be perfectly fine never listening to that song personally. <laughs> It's another band I could probably just go on without listening to the rest of my life. Five Finger Death Punch. You don't punch with your fingers. You punch with your fist. Come on, guys. Get with it. Is that a reference to Kill Bill? Is no, that what that is? I don't no. know. Just five, no. five Finger Death Punch. Just call it a fist. <laughs> fist Punching. That's a better name for a for a band than oh, Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Yeah. No, we we have fun fun times ahead on the horizon. Amen. Really fun times. So, sir, I'm all out of coffee. Me too. You're all out of coffee, although I can feel the caffeine hitting. It's oh. like... Yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be running all over the place here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Running all over this apartment. <laughs> all right, sir. It's been fun. We hope you all had fun to listening in here on another episode of g for d aka grounds for discussion Bye. caffeine induced antics on facebook twitter and instagram under the username g 4 d underscore podcast drop us a line at g 4 d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.